Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream. Not getting enough Triple M footy? Or did you miss something and need to go back and have another listen? Get the Triple M NRL podcast. It's available right now on the Triple M NRL app. Sunday, a day to worship. Worship a small egg-shaped ball. Oh, no, he drops the ball. Just as long as I'm here in your arms, I could be in no better place. You've got to respect the ball. You're simply the best. Long live the weekend. Long live rugby league. And a very good afternoon. Right across the Triple M network, we bring you the uh, Sunday Sinbin, thanks to Brydon's through Triple M Cairns, uh, Townsville, a beautiful Fraser Coast, uh, sunny coast, uh, then Brisbane, Toowoomba, Gold Coast, beautiful Triple M Port Macquarie, Triple M Coffs Harbour, Newcastle, the beautiful Central Coast into Sydney, and then down into the Riverina through Wagga, Griffith, and uh, of course via the Triple M NRL app. So if you haven't got the app yet, make sure you get it. But we will be on air with finals and origin and grand final right across your station. It's your place you'll find all your NRL action as we rock the finals. Now, we've got Gordy and Hoops and Maroon, but earlier on we caught up with Damien Cook from the South Sydney Rabbitohs. If you missed the interview, this is how it went. Damien Cook, welcome to Sunday Triple M NRL. Afternoon, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, congratulations on your game, your personal performance last night. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I think, you know, as a team, and uh, we got ourselves in that position where we'll be behind, and uh, credit to Parramatta, though. They played a really, really tough game, hard game, uh, you know, last night and got out to a bit of a lead and we had to weather that storm a little bit before, you know, coming out of the top of them in the second half. Cookie, you're falling behind now in, in both finals games and we were talking moments ago saying that in, in both instances there was no panic in the Rabbitohs. When, when you get to that point in the game, what's the, the talk like behind the try line and then as you get back into your next sets? Yeah, the most positive thing, especially in the first two finals games, is when we've, when we've been behind, it's been very calm behind the trial line. Uh, we understand if we hold the ball that we, we've got the points in us and uh, we've got a lot of belief in that and our halves will, will get the job done, which they've been doing. So for us, we, we just can't be you know, giving away uh, knock-ons in our own area or where last night it was uh, giving them easy leg-ups out of their own end with you know six against or penalties in their yardage set. So mm. uh, for us, that's a big work on. And you know, last night, just a little bit of laps for about 15 minutes there. You know, Gutho, to his credit, uh, you know, he was, killed us and he put on, you know, hand in two tries and scored one himself. So, uh, but, you know, there was no panic behind the try line, uh, which, is a, which is a good sign for us. Hey, Cookie, you know the first try you set up when you put a kick through? Yes. Did you try to kick uh, it with your right foot or your left foot? No, I hit the left foot going that way. <laughs> Did you? It was, okay, a little, little, it was a subtle little nudge, wasn't it, Gordon? Yeah. yeah. But it, it was, was a great was, little uh, kick. I think it was the, the big junior Paulo in front of me probably spooked me a little bit because so. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was getting probably taken out straight after it. So um, I, I thought a bit of space. I was almost trying to kick for myself, but he, uh, you know, obviously got himself in a composition. But uh, the boys running through uh, made a an okay kick into a, a good one. Damien, you can see at the moment there's obviously so much confidence in the side when you've got the football and you're attacking. But defensively, uh, I noted last night in some of the post-game interviews, Adam Reynolds and both Cody Walker pointed out the fact that they think you need to tighten up in that area. Where do you feel as though uh, you need to try and fix up that element of your game? 
Uh, in defence, uh, like I said before, the, you've got to tighten up around the markers and A's uh, and B's and that. Just, last night, they got great leg speed through the middle, Parramatta, and that's probably where they caused a lot of damage for us. And we just need to sort of tighten up and, and worry about that part before worrying about what the outside backs are going to do. So uh, for us, we've got to make sure we do a good job in the middle, uh, which allows our edges to do uh, to do what they need to do in defence. But, you know, it all starts... Uh, as a pack and make sure we win the ruck because like we seen last night, they, they had a couple of carries and he saw Nathan Brown come off the back fence and with his leg speed, it was, it was causing a bit of trouble. So that's something we'll we'll look on this week to, to work on because, uh, you know, Penner for playing with a lot of confidence. they got a good, great pack, uh, you know, leading with Fisher-Harris. Because the problem is too, mate, uh, obviously the deeper into the competition you get, the less you can uh, afford or take the chance of allowing your opposition to get away for a, uh, an early lead and, and try and peg them back from there. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what Wayne's been saying to us lately too is, you know, we got away with it. in Newcastle, they got out to a lead and we uh, managed to get back into the game. And again last night, but he said the deeper you go into these finals, uh, it's not going to be like that. You know, so you, you give up that kind of lead. We've got teams, you've got halfbacks like uh, you know, Nathan Cleary, you give him any sort of lead. He's, he's playing so well that he's just, you know, kicking teams out of the game and controlling the game really well. So, you know, especially against Penrith, there's a reason why they've been the top team all year. It's a reason why they haven't lost any games because... You know, if they get to that lead, they hold it and uh, they know how to close out a game. So we're going to make sure we're on next week and we can't be getting up easy points. Yeah, certainly sets up for a clacky, cracking clash next Saturday night. Uh, I want to ask you about Junior Paulo. You touched on him moments ago. Gee, he had a, a whale of a game for the Eels last night. and he, He's been doing it for, for most of the season. The Blues will add further names to that extended squad uh, later on this afternoon. Are you expecting that Junior will be amongst that group, Damien? Yeah, Junior's been outstanding this year, uh, and last night he was as well. They they use him so well, and as a front row, the way he gets down to short size and actually playing a bit of shape as well, and mm. you know cause the big body, and the footwork he's got on him too. Some of the, uh, what he did last night, it's just I don't know how someone's not meant to move like that at that size. So, um, <laughs> and the way you know what they do, he, he knows when to offload at the right times. He knows when to go into the line and look for that offload, and uh, obviously they scored uh, two or three tries off him doing that last night as well. So uh, the Blues would definitely uh, benefit someone like that in, in their team. And, uh, if he gets a shot, I'm sure he wouldn't let that, let that jersey down. And he's definitely earned it. How, how do you go at the moment thinking about Origin while you're still in the middle of the finals campaign? Oh, mate, to be honest, it's been quite easy to put to the back of your mind. And if that, that good thing about Origin, if you get picked and you get that chance to wear that jersey again, it's after the season. And I think for us... Um, been to two prelims in a row at South. Uh, we're really hungry to go on to that next step and, and get the job done. We really feel we, we've got a lot of belief in this team. Uh, I think hopefully it's shown in the performances how calm we've stayed uh, when we've been behind in the last two games as well and been able to get the results. So there's a lot of belief here, mate. And I think the focus of you know winning the Premiership, uh, which I haven't been able to do, uh, there's only a couple of us in the team that have and uh, there's a lot of us that really, really want to get that job done. So it's been easy to do that. What is... What has Wayne's focus been the last six weeks to get you guys mentally right for this finals campaign? Has he changed at all? No, he hasn't. He's obviously uh, been very calm and relaxed. He, uh, as you know, he's very good around this time of year. But yep. there's something about Wayne. Whenever you just uh, when you're talking to him individually or as a team, uh, you always walk away uh, feeling more confident in yourself and, and a lot of belief too. And he hasn't changed much. He's just told us that you know. You are your worst enemies uh, this year, you know, and I believe you know. There's been a couple of games where we've been fairly beaten by the other side, but then there's been other games where we just let ourselves down with, with errors, especially when we first come back from the COVID break. Uh, you know, silly errors or letting them out of their own end with six agains or penalties and yardage, just things that hurt hurt us. And 
more we get out of that game and, and hold on to the ball, we know we get the job done. So what's the key to beating Penrith? Key to beating Penrith? Uh, we didn't get the job done last time, but uh, like we did, what we did to them, like we dropped a lot of ball. That's probably one of our worst games uh, of the year, I think. Uh, I was at a, uh, a Cogra there. Uh, we gave a lot of penalties away, and uh, we just we just didn't defend our mistakes. So it is going to happen. Wayne talks about that. You're going to have mistakes. You've just got to learn to defend them. But for us, we can't do what we've done the last two weeks and just give off, uh, you know, fast starts to teams and allow them to score those points because, like I said, Nace, um, you know, best player in the comp at the moment and, you know, he's just, he'll kick the game if we, if we give him the leg up and the confidence and, uh, you know, he's been controlling the game all year so we can't, can't let him get in that position. Cookie, how's the body? There was a period last night and obviously all players are playing with injuries at this stage of the season but you, you looked as though you're a little bit ginger at a couple of points there. Yeah, a little bit, mate. But, yeah, like you said, everyone uh, who's in the competition still at the moment playing with... Knocks, bumps and bruises everywhere. It's just been the year it's been, and uh, you know we're almost at the end. But it's just about looking after him as best you can at the moment. You know, it's just uh, that's what it, I guess finals is: is uh, who's who's survival and fitness, and who's uh, strongest at the end of the day. So uh, for me, you know, personally, it's uh, it's nothing you know structural like structural or anything with the knee and anything. It's uh, it's fine. It's just more of an annoying sort of annoying sort of thing. But uh, yeah, you know, I'll be fine to train come Tuesday and get on for the, getting ready for the prelim. Hey, Cookie, there was – I thought last night you blokes you up by two. I think it was 20 to 18. And you looked like you were starting to get the better of para. But then they got that penalty from virtually right in front. And the penalty gold, it ricochets off the upright at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. And then you blokes pick it up and almost score off that play. I made – I have never seen – I mean – I've never seen that happen off a, a ball that ricocheted from the post. And that was a real – I think that was the end of Parra when that happened. Yeah, look, we, we always stand there ready to make sure, even if Renault's kicking a goal or, you know, the opposition's kicking a penalty goal, you, you never know if someone's going to um, – if the ball's going to bounce off the upright. You never see, really see it happen. But, mate, Justin Polo, young kid in his first year, uh, the confidence to chase that and win the battle to get to the ball and, and make that – Bit of a breakdown field, um, you know, that really swung the momentum back into our favour there, and uh, we obviously went on with that as well. But yeah, that, that was a big part of the game. Yeah, good on you, mate. Well, listen, I've just got a text through from uh, Shannon Donato who says to a go to da- tomorrow, just call into the merchandise area. He's going to give you a dozen of those really expensive bomber jackets. Take them down to Helensburg and give them away in the Centennial Hotel. Is that okay? Oh, sounds good to me, mate. He's always good. He's always happy to give out free stuff. Yeah, he's a very, very generous <laughs> human being. Good on you, Damo. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Here we are. This is the Sunday Sinbin. Thanks to Brydens as we rock the NRL finals. Remember Maroon's poll for today. If you haven't voted yet, who will win the grand final? Just pick a team. Rabbitohs, Penrith, Storm Raiders at Triple M underscore NRL or the Triple M NRL Facebook page. Gordy Tallis, Hoops and Maroon. We're going to take a break, come back and look at uh, last night's game between Parramatta and Souths as Triple M rocks the footy. Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. The Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. Welcome back to it. Keep your votes coming in on our poll and we will get a result for you before we go off air this afternoon. If you've just joined us, the poll is who will win the Premiership, Melbourne Raiders, Penrith or the Rabbitohs, Triple M NRL Facebook or at Triple M underscore NRL. Now it is time for this. 
nobody knows if the stock is going to go up. The Triple M NRL stock market. All right. Well, this is an idea we thought of on the Sunday show many years ago. The Saturday show stole it from us. Um, and then I said, well, look, they stole it from us. Let's steal it from them. Back again. I think I've been on the Saturday program when they have done. Oh, I thought that was actually there. No, no, it was my idea. Your, your my idea. Okay. Uh, and they uh, white-handed me. They, they got underneath the carpet. and uh, Well, that's what they're like, they mate. White-handed that's like they white-handed you. They white-handed me. Did you hear that, Gordy? Yeah, yeah, he did hear that. <laughs> so um, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're all under the one umbrella. We all love each other, no, all right? No, a few of you have your differences, but we all love each other. Uh, so we're doing the NRL stock market. First one is, so we're going to start with Mitchell Moses on the stock market. He's not a premiership winning half. Are you buying or selling? Do you agree or disagree? Mitch Moses is not a premiership winning half. Yeah, I'm buying it at the moment. Okay, because, you agree? Yeah, clearly last night, uh, you know, Mitchell had some moments throughout the season where it was really great. It was a similar story again last year, but for whatever reason at the moment in his all-rounded game, he just hasn't quite put it all together. Uh, and so I'm agreeing. Okay, what about you, Gordon? I'm agreeing with you, Anthony. Good, good. Well, hang on. I didn't say anything. You must be agreeing with uh, Hoops. No, you read out the question. Yeah. And I'm agreeing with saying that he's not okay, I'm with you now. a premiership okay. winning player at the moment. Buying or selling on Sonny Bill Williams at your club in 2021? Are you buying Sonny Bill Hoops or are you not buying Sonny Bill? No, I'm selling. I think we'll see Sonny Bill go and have a couple of fights next right. year. Mm-hmm. He's already spoken about the fact mm-hmm. that uh, he's keen to get in the ring. Right. Uh, he's got a couple of opponents in mind in Barry Hall and then also Paul Gallen. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll see Sonny go down that path rather than trying to reinvent himself at another NRL club. Gordon, Sonny Bill at your club in 2021 on the stock market. Are you, a market, are you buying or selling? I'd buy Sonny. You'd have Sonny? Yeah. Okay. Well, the late offloads were so good. Mm. But don't forget he's had very, very short preparation into a real tough uh, origin. He hadn't played our game maybe for six years, I think, with a good off-season. And if you can nurse him through and limited time off the bench and he's the right price, I think he's got a lot to add to a footy side. Okay, uh, Jack Whiten is a better 5'8 than Luke Keary. Agree or disagree? You're buying or selling? Jack Whiten is a better 5'8 than Luke Keary. Hoops. Oh, there's a struck match between them. Yeah. Uh, and they're both <laughs> different styles of mm. players too. You know, like Jack's such a robust runner of the football, whereas Luke's your all-round game manager who's also got the, all the tricks in his kit as well. Uh I think they'll both be in the New South Wales side. I'm buying. I think Jack at the moment is in better form, mm-hmm. right, on the back of the Raiders mm-hmm. having won, and he was enormous in the opening weekend of the finals for them when they tra- when they trailed against the Sharks. Uh, I think they'll both be in the blue side. Most likely, Kiri will be the six, and Jack Whiten will uh, be the left centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, but purely based on form right at this point in time, I think the Chooks um, look like a championship side that were on the ropes a little bit for the last month, whereas... Jack's at the peak of his game at the moment. What about you, uh, Gordon, on the NRL stock market? Uh, it's going to change week in, week after week. I think that they're both amazing players. I think Jack is in better form at the moment, but that's a really tough one because we're not comparing apples with apples because they're both different players. So 
And Kiri's a Clive on Churchill. A bench. I'll, have to say, I'll have to say Jack Whiten because he's still playing. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Kiri's a Clive Churchill medalist too, isn't he, Gordon? Yeah, like, we yeah. all remember that. Yeah. What has he won? Three grand finals? And, yeah. yeah, correct. Yeah. 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 He, 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 and Jack hasn't won one. So. Yeah. Yeah, Lukey Kiri, living legend. Boys, what about this one? Clint Gutherson, we're doing the NRL stock market, by the way. An idea stolen off us for the Saturday show mm-hmm. and stolen back by me. Uh, the stock market. <laughs> Uh, Clint Gutherson should play State of Origin. Are you buying or selling hoops? Uh, I'm buying in that I think he'll be in the New South Wales Blues 27-man squad. Whether he forces his way into the 17 or not another matter. I'll tell you what, when he's on, like that streak that he put together last night, mm. that 10-minute window, mm. single-handedly dragged Parramatta back into the contest. But... Yeah. As we pointed out earlier, he then also threw a pass out over the sideline, yeah. defensively came up with a couple of um, plays that, that that weren't great. So, yeah, look, I, I'm buying in that I think he will be in the New South Wales 27-man squad. Well, as the, as Paul Kent would say, you mm-hmm. know, uh, if you have him, who are you going to leave out? You know, you, we, we, we name all these players, but you can't have more. Well, but the squad's 27 people, Anthony. So I realise that. It's an extended but, squad. You know, I, I, I am saying he will be in the extended squad. Tedesco's going to be the fullback. Mm. Provided Teddy's fit, he picks himself. So yes. then the only other alternative in terms of Clint possibly forcing his way into the side is Tom Trebojevic is injured at right centre. Do they look at Clint as a right centre or do they go with a young gun who's kicked the door off the hinges at Penrith this season in Stephen Crichton? Mm, who, yeah. you know, and if Penrith keep going, form's going to count here. So if Penrith keep rolling on and Stephen Crichton uh, has a cracking game next week and, and the Panthers make the grand final, well, he, he's pretty much done all he can. Do, if you pick your top 27, you can't pull someone in? I don't think you can. That's why they're being so careful with the 27 that they – because otherwise you'd think – like, I've got to say, I was surprised. I know Josh Maguire hasn't had a great season for um, North Queensland, Gordy, but considering the way that Queensland have always done business and and you've always shown that terrific propensity to have faith in players who might be out of form and remain loyal, and they aim up. And so I I thought he might have – Done enough for Queensland over the years yeah. that he would he would be in that bracket, but it shows you, you know that. I th- yeah, and I thought Tommy Travoyevic didn't he get ruled out with injury, or is he? He was picked, but then he has had to rule himself out because yeah. of injury, so well, he can't be. Gutherson's brought in now. the second best fullback in New South Wales playing still. Yes, you'd have to say, wouldn't you? So he's got to be in the squad yeah. in case yeah. something happened to Teddy. Yes, because fullback's such an important position. Yep. Boys, just finally for you, Gordy, Clint Gutherson, you buying or selling for State of Origin? I'm buying him. Okay. Boys, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and talk about these games that are coming up next weekend. That's the Storm and the Raiders and the Rabbitohs and the Panthers. But before we do, uh, let me give you an update now on the uh, Triple M NRL Maroons poll has who will win the grand final, who will win the premiership. 36% of our NRL supporters say Panthers, 30% say Storm. Raiders and Rabbitohs both have 17% with uh, a couple of minutes left on that poll window. Uh, James Triceps, Hooper, Gordon, Tallis and Maroon will take a break and come back with more as Triple M rocks the finals. Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Woo! The Triple M 
Sunday Simbi. Nice to be with you on a Sunday afternoon. Triple M rocks footy. And we do it for our friends at Brydon's Lawyers. Uh, and you can give them a call on 1-800-848-848. They commit, they protect, and they succeed. And most importantly, they love Rugby League, where we'll be here for you right across the finals, the grand final, all up into a bit of state of origin. Uh, lots and lots of people asking us, are we here for origin? Will the show be on air? Uh, I've got a couple of emails about that. One from... Uh, Pat Parisi in Dundas says, will you guys be on air through Origin? We don't know yet. We're doing everything we possibly can. I might have to fund it myself, but I will do what we can. Bruno, little Kong Wong's been asking as well. And Anthony, look, all of the regular listeners know um, what a meticulous fitness regime enthusiast you are. Uh, and they know about the stepper at Little Bay yeah, and yeah, the fact yeah. that often you jump yeah. on in the wife fronts and nobody else yeah. is at home and yeah. away you go and do your best. Now, yeah. I would question whether hopping on a step is actually considered uh, proper exercise or not. Right. But you were telling us during the week this story about what's this apparel that you're wearing on the on the stepper? Uh, just before I get to that, Paul Kent reports Wallabies 16 um, uh, leading whoever they're playing 13. I'm wow. joking, yeah. Wow. Wallabies 16, All Blacks 13. That's a, that's a turn up because it was 13 to 3 not that long ago to the All Blacks. Four minutes left. Um, but there's only four points in it, so I converted try in the there's All Blacks. There's only four minutes to go. Yeah, only four so minutes So they could left. be smashing the hoodoo of however many million years it is. Could be. 17. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, so no, no. You've got to win two games. No, no, but I don't think they've even beaten them, Gordon. In, in oh, wow. One, yeah. All right, moving right along. We've got uh, Roosters Raiders who played on uh Hang on, hang on. Friday back to evening. the stepper. Back to the stepper. <laughs> You're not going to get away this season. Yeah, right, right. So he's got he's, he's got this new routine on the stepper, Gordy, which mm-hmm. I was just saying, I debate whether um, and question whether a stepper is actually considered proper exercise or not. But Anthony's got some new apparel that he's wearing <laughs> on the stepper that no. he's been bragging about no. to all his mates no, I haven't. around Little no, Bay. No, I haven't. I said I, I was at the Y. Kelly outlet over Christmas with Miss Portugal and I bought some special, uh, you know, gym wear that I wear on the stepper. But what active wears? Like man active wear, you know what I mean? It's well, what's it, like a stuff pair of... made out of bamboo and that for, for extra <laughs> <Yeah>. comfort. <laughs> oh, I can't stand those ads. You know, those bamboo. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Real space like technology, this stuff. But what's it? What are they like? A pair of budgie smugglers? No, or... they're like a, like a pair of Bombay bloomers. You know, they just, <laughs> they gather up all the, all, you know, like it's, they're good. They're very good. I'll take a photo of them. They're double layer. Yeah. And, and I'll bring mm. them in and, and give you a look at them. Wow. Oh. And and I would question you, mm. mate. You couldn't do what I do on the stepper. I don't want to. Well, because you couldn't do it. I you don't couldn't want do to. it. Yeah, you, know, you and Paul Kent, you and Laverne and Shirley. That's why mm. I call you Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, Thelma and Louise. You're all talk. You know, you're going to yeah, do no, this. You're going to do that. Yeah, mate. You could. Well, they invented mate, elevators. I get on the stepper. <laughs> and escalators. Why use the stairs? <laughs> Half slow, half fast, half in between, and that's how I maintain my mm. fitness resume at the Palatial. Anyway, people don't want to hear this rubbish. Um, it, it just masks the fact that you are paid to talk about the NRL and you wouldn't know who the coach of the Bloody Dragons was at the moment. Please, Anthony Griffin. Okay, now... Let's talk about the games over the weekend. The, the Raiders and the Roosters. The Roosters bowed out. They can't make it a three-peat, but they bowed out with style and courage and everything else. They played with a lot of injured players. And through the course of the year, Hoops, they 
you know, at, at some points they had six, seven, eight injured players out. The Chooks, yeah, mm. look, they were brave in terms of no side's been able to do it since the Eels. 16 oh, all. 16 all, yeah. is it? Well, This uh, could go to Golden Point. No side has, we should update, that's uh, the Wallabies and the All Blacks uh, Rugby Union Test Match. Do they in, have Golden Point? In, in relation that? to, I don't know, in relation to all matters pertinent to Rugby League, yeah, the Chooks, look, it was a gallant attempt. No side's been able to do it since the Eels all the way back in the early 80s. Uh, I thought they gave it a red hot crack, but unfortunately, uh, injuries and also you'd have to say a combination of fatigue. Like going over to that World Club Challenge, and then coming off the back of that, and then having the COVID interruption and all those sorts of left field developments. Yeah. They towards and the being end, the Gordy, hunted. Yeah, yeah, being mate. the hunted towards the end, Gordy, They just looked a bit like they were on the ropes towards the, the last few games. Mm. Yeah, well, it's an aging. You know, like it's. Yeah, they've got a lot of blokes around their thirties, haven't they? Like the Morris boys and that, and Boyd Cordner's had Jared trouble Warrior with his Hargrave. body, and yep. Jared and Sonny, and you know it's a it's an aging roster. So they've got some real big decisions. D- yeah, because I think they re-signed the Morris boys. They have re-signed the Morris brothers. Mitch Orbison, obviously, that was his yeah, last game. I got to say, I thought that was a nice touch the way the Raiders, Raiders yeah. yeah, lined up as well and formed a guard mm-hmm. of honour to, to clap Mitchell off the SCG for what was his last <clears throat> NRL game, and, and congratulations to him for a tremendous career. But you would be thinking uh, they got they have got some big decisions to make. And you go back to when you know the last time that the Roosters bowed out like this, they went and bought. Cooper Cronk, yeah, and made the mm. big decision to bring in bring in Cooper Cronk, and Mitchell Pearce obviously was then forced to move up the freeway to the Newcastle Knights and take up an opportunity with them. So, the Roosters generally, when there are big serious decisions mm. to be made, they're, so they're not going af- to buy Nathan Cleary. They're not reckon? afraid to be bold. Mm. <laughs> I think he's signed for the next four seasons, mm. or maybe five out at Penrith, but. Uh, you'd never say never in rugby league, Gordon. But no question, Trent Robinson and Nick Politis—they'll be sitting down and you know uh, they'll be having some frank and uh, very honest discussions about where they think things were good mm. and where they think they need to improve. Mm. Could be a good opportunity for a, a halfback playing at another club in the next twelve months. He plays his backside off. He gets to start with the Roosters. I mean, somebody like Ash Taylor, who's like he's starting to come good, isn't he? And his deal with the Titans ends at the end of. Next year, mm. so I'm just saying, like a couple of there's a, they're not falling out of the trees. Good With all due yeah. respect, right? Mm. Ash Taylor did have a, a vastly improved yeah, season did, this yeah. year. Mm. I don't yeah. think he's going to be going to the Roosters. What's in that coffee? That no, you're I, I wasn't. Over there? I'm making the point. I'm making one the of point. The most, yeah, okay. well, the point I'm trying to make. If you your ears painted on no the point the, it, what, the point I'm trying to make is are. if you're going to get a halfback a a like a franchise halfback for a club like the Roosters well, you want the best available yes all right and I'm saying they're not falling out of the tree so no. if you're a halfback and you're playing your backside off next year you know looking beyond that you might you find yourself at the Roosters. Well, Not I, would necessarily su- I would suggest to you, no, no, Luke because Keary, they put their eggs in Sam, Sam, Sam Walker. Walk. That's right. Yeah, you know what I mean? so, like, we've all heard that you know Benny's son's going to be, you know, the next halfback. He's got huge, huge raps at the schoolboy level and young, yeah, you know, younger grades. So you think that they would give him an opportunity to learn from Kiri? Okay, Wallabies have think. a. Sorry, Gordy, to cut you off there, mate. Wallabies have a fifty-five metre penalty kick to win it, and. Uh, they have missed it. I think they've missed it. Uh, 
It hits the upright, says Paul Kent. It hits the upright. So uh, that would all be locked up at 16 all. Yeah. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we will uh, let coverage, you know. Brilliant coverage of this game, Anthony. From Paul I might Kent. add, from yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Kenty on the couch at home. And here we go. 16 all. Um, just now, just just moving it right. Now they've straightened it up. We're going to take a break and come back. That's Triple M rocks the finals. Triple M Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Sunday Sydney. And of course, we uh, are very grateful to our friends at Brydon's and also to Maccas who uh, present us with the pub quiz. Thanks to the Monopoly game at Maccas, it's in full swing. McDonald's.com.au will be calling into Maccas on the way home for uh, 10 nuggies and a cheeseburger to chase that down with. You're going to get a thick shake as well? Mate, I'll probably just go for a Coke, I think. Okay. Let's go for a Coke. What about the ice cream, the Sundays? Oh, I love the Sunday. Well, what mm. I'm going to do, I'm going to park in the car park at Macca's yep. Kingsford, yep. have the nuggies, chase it with the cheeseburger mm. and the Coke, and then while I'm sitting there reflecting on life, yep. if I want to have a, a, a Sunday, yep. I can bloody push through the drive-thru and get it, and have that on the way home. Yeah. See? Double, d- double down all up the Sunday, it, mate, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. I, I normally go the two junior burgers. Oh, You've got to go two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Why don't you just get a, double, a quarter pounder? Yeah, I prefer the juniors. I, yeah. I like the yeah, I like the soft bun on the junior. So you can always go get two juniors. Sandy Bunda soft bun. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy cheeks. Sixteen Sandy all cheeks. in the Bledisloe Cup. Sixteen all Warriors. Well, well, I should say uh, all that's, blacks and wallabies. Full time. Full time, Anthony. And sixteen all draw there. So um, we'll leave that and we'll talk a little bit more of NRL just before we go. I've got a couple of great games for rugby union. That actually looked like a pretty good game. Mm, looks great. Marika Corabini playing for the Warriors. Uh, the big, I should say the Wallabies. <laughs> Late in the day. Sorry, guys. Scott, you've got all my I've been out up all night partying. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. where'd you get to? Oh, you the know, I went Cardoma. to Sugar Reef and yeah. Cardoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listening to a bit of Ice Ice Baby. Taxi Club. Bit Taxi Club on the way home. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been. No, I, went, I was at home in bed by one o'clock, but Christine was up for a, you know, a chat last night. So it was a late night. Why are you shaking your head? Well, I like to get wife, to bed early. Like talking to you. Sunday's a work day for me. Yeah, fair mm. play. I can understand that. Okay. That's twice you've agreed with me today. This has got to stop. <laughs> oh, well, I can start going the other way if you like. Uh, Rooster, I should say Raiders and Melbourne Storm. Can yeah. Melbourne Storm be stopped? Great rivalry between these two clubs, especially recent rivalry as well. So uh, Melbourne obviously beat... I beg your pardon, Canberra beat the Storm in week one of the finals last year, which then helped them uh, catapult into the grand final. And the Storm uh, ultimately ended up um, being beaten by the Roosters in a prelim. So, look, Melbourne is certainly in the box seat, having had a week off. uh, But the Raiders have shown that they have got the game plan to the unorthodox game plan to unsettle uh, the storm. I can't wait. The build-up will be brilliant, Gordon, because Ricky Stewart and Craig Bellamy are great mates. But when it's it's game on, you know, like the, the, we're playing Absolutely. for sheep stations now. It's it's a prelim final. Um, you know, Melbourne, their record at Suncorp is phenomenal. They've lost three games there over the course of the last 20 years or something. Yeah, that's so, amazing, isn't it? Yeah, they've got a really strong record. But if there's any side that can unsettle the rhythm of the storm, uh, it is the Canberra Raiders. Gordon? Yeah, well, the Raiders have all the momentum, haven't they, in the – 
and Melbourne aren't the Melbourne of old. You know, the number seven is going to have a fair bit of pressure, especially if Munster with that knee. Yes. You know, especially if he doesn't come up and um, is 100%. There's going to be a lot of weight fall on Hughes' shoulders and obviously they got God playing number nine in Cameron Smith. Mm. But, you know, it... it it's not the same Melbourne Storm side that we've seen. I think Parramatta scored 20-odd points. So mm. um, I think the Raiders would like their chances. Um, but Melbourne, God, you've got to be good to beat them, haven't you? So you, yeah. you, you're just, taking Melbourne, Gordy? Uh, don't be surprised if it's an upset. I, I, mm. It's the hardest game to win. It is the hardest game to win of the season, I believe, because when you get to the grand final, it's there, and I think the pressure's off. I think it's the hardest thing is to get there, and um, whether you're sitting there waiting to get, you know, uh, to play or, you know, come in with momentum, I think the Raiders are going to come in with a hell of a lot of momentum. So um, I'm not convinced that Melbourne are going to win. You raise a great point, Gordon Ree Munster. So it's not just Munster who's under an injury cloud for the Storm. Dale mm. Finucan, who's been yep. huge in everything that they do for so many years now, I don't think he's going to play either because of that calf injury. He's re-aggravated that calf injury at training over the course of the past fortnight. So a couple of their big-name blokes under serious clouds. I think Munster's a better chance of playing than Finucane, but I'm with Gordon. I, I think that the Raiders at the moment, they'll like their chances because they're in form. Uh, they've got momentum leading into the finals, and the only slight factor is the travel up on the day, but they're going to fly in. Ricky will have them prepped for that all week. Uh, I think the style of footy that they're playing at the moment, they can cause Melbourne some problems. Okay, so just to be clear, I need yep. you to pick a team. Melbourne. Canberra. Canberra. And you too, Gordy. Yoga Canberra. Okay, there we go. And just quickly, boys, the other game, of course, Rabbitohs and Penrith. That's on the uh, the Saturday evening, 10 to 8. Both those games are on the Triple M Network. Hoops, who do you like? Another cracking contest. Mm. Fair income. Could you pick two better sides to oppose one another in the style of football that they play? Like, it's going to be – they're going to throw that many questions at each other, the Rabbits and the Panthers. I'm leaning slightly towards the Panthers based on the fact that they've had the week off. They've only lost that one game all season – and they're fresh. All right. And you too, Gordon? Yeah, I'm going to go Panthers. Okay. We're going to take a – well, that's it, actually, for us, guys. We'll see you next week. Both those games live on the Triple M Network. Saturday, Scrum will be back. Sunday, Sinbin will be there, and we'll catch you t- on Fox League tomorrow evening. You've been great today, Sandy no, Cheeks. You have too, mate. You've been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> you've stolen a couple of chocolates. You're wearing someone else's jumper. You're on fire. Stop making <laughs> things up. Gordon, we'll catch you next week on uh, Sunday Triple M NRL, the Sunday Sinbin. See you, Anthony. Okay, Gordon. Pleasure. Thanks, everybody. Triple M rocks the footy. Here comes the hot I'm the lyrical gangster. Big up the crew in the area. Still love you like that. Triple M Sunday Sinbin is full of experts. If you're looking for expert legal advice, have a chat to Bryden's lawyers. Triple M rocks footy. Triple M rocks the NRL 24-7 through the Triple M app. Thanks to Ream. Steady, hot and strong. Install a Ream.